Going Linux episode 362, Run Your Business on Linux, part 3. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. And I'm your co-host, Bill. Whether you are new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux... This podcast will provide you with valuable information and advice that will help you in going Linux. We hope that you find this and all our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done. In today's episode, the third of several parts on Linux applications for business. Hello, Bill. Hello, Larry. Uh, we have both had some very busy week and, uh, some things that we're not going to talk about on the podcast. So we're just yes. going to get started. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I, I will say you've got to stop breaking the inner tubes first thing in the morning. Oh, I know. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, My mouse rolled over some of the, uh, input settings and then, um, discord decided, it wasn't going to recognize anything, so... You, you just probably breathed on it. <laughs> yeah, I had to restart my computer for the first time in a long time. So, here we are with a fresh right. new restart. My uptime okay. is down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So, in this episode, we thought we'd provide some more ideas around software for every business. Uh, accounting software. This time... If you are running a small business and you're doing the bookkeeping yourself, you'll likely quickly run into the need for ensuring that you keep track of your incoming revenue, your outgoing expenses, payroll, and other things related to money. Having to license or purchase accounting software, especially for starting businesses, is very expensive. This episode will provide you with a few things you can try out at no risk and at no charge to keep track of your business and personal finances. Accounting software helps you to be in compliance with your country's legal requirements and helps to automate generating invoices, billing, and payroll. The reporting provided with this kind of software can let you identify trends and patterns in the performance of your business. The first one we're going to talk about is GNU Cash or GNU Cash. Often it gets strong recommendations. It's a perfect fit for small businesses with good support for invoicing and credit notes, accounts payable and receivable, employee expenses, and some payroll features. It's multi-platform, available for Linux, Solaris, OpenBSD, FreeBSD, Android, OSX, and Windows. It's very mature software. Development started in the late 1990s. Yeah, and we'll have links to all of the software we mentioned just so that you can dig into it a little bit more than our top-level summary overview that we're giving you here on this podcast. The next one is from our dear friends at Apache. Apache OFBiz. And... Spelled capital O, capital F, capital B, I, Z, or Z for most of the rest of the world outside of the United States. It runs on a Java web framework and is cross-platform. It's a suite of business applications flexible enough to be used across just about any industry. It offers more than just accounting functionality. Apache OFBiz 
comes with a range of core modules out of the box, including accounting, CRM, which is customer relationship management, order management and e-commerce, warehousing and inventory, manufacturing and MRP. So that sounds like it might be something for manufacturing businesses and other small businesses like that. So it runs on a Java web framework, right? Yep, that's what it says on their website. Okay. So the next one we have is Ledger SMB, which means Ledger Small Medium Business. Okay, that's original. Um, <laughs> and is a better solution for mid-sized businesses. It brings accounting software, integrating invoicing, order processing, quotations, and more ERP to small and medium businesses. It includes features beyond accounting. It, uh, it does sales, which is invoices, orders, and uh, quotations, uh, receivables and payables, general ledger, inventory management, fixed asset accounting and depreciation, profit and cost centers, departments, projects, output documents in PDF, HTML, CSV, and office formats, mail documents, uh, invoices from within the application, it's translatable to your language, comes with 45 languages and more. Okay, so that one does do a lot. Wow. And some of that stuff, I don't even know what it is, but it sounds impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It does sound impressive. And yeah, I, I particularly like the fact that it has uh, support for 45 languages. So that's <laughs> definitely an international uh, uh, application yeah. there for sure. Does it Does it speak? Uh, my language of uh, messing up um, 250% of the time. No. Okay. <laughs> don't know. I don't, don't know. know. Maybe. Well, I have to get on to him about that. Hey, I need you to uh, correct my uh, my uh, errors, and they're going to laugh at me. But no, uh, yeah. that does that, that sales and invoices, quotations, receivables, depreciation, inventory management. Yeah. Heck, that's everything. Yeah, absolutely. It just needs to, you just need to have the business. <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of the point, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, there you yeah. go. Um, all right, our our next one is actually related to Ledger SMB, okay. and it was recommended actually by one of our listeners, Skip. He recommends H Ledger, and you spell that H L E D G E R H Ledger and H Ledger Web. It's another package that goes along with H Ledger. So H-Ledger is a cross-platform program for tracking money, time, or any other commodity using double-entry accounting. So if you're doing any accounting, you know what that is, and has a simple editable file format. H-Ledger is inspired by and largely compatible with Ledger, which is the software package that the previous one, Ledger SMB, is based on. And according to its website, it says, with powerful, intuitive functionality accessible from the command line, terminal, or web browser, HLedger is fast, secure, dependable, and it's an alternative to spreadsheets, QuickBooks, GNU Cache, and something called Xero. HLedger-Web is HLedger's web interface. It starts a simple web application for browsing and adding transactions 
and optionally opens it in a web browser window if possible. It provides a more user-friendly UI than HLedger Command Line or HLedger UI interface, showing more at once. Accounts and the current account register balance charts and allows history-aware data entry, interactive searching, and bookmarking. HLedger Web also lets you share Ledger with multiple users or even the public web. There is no access control, so if you need that, you should put it behind a suitable web proxy to provide a bit of protection against data loss when running on a protected instance. It writes a numbered backup of the main journal file on every edit. So it sounds like this is a command line interface that you could run independently of of Ledger. It sounds like it's a standalone thing. Uh, then it might be, we haven't read anything about this or tested it or anything like that, but it might be something you could use with this Ledger SMB, perhaps. I, I don't yeah. know. But, uh, yeah. you know, if you like doing things at the command line or you like doing things on a web interface as opposed to within an application, uh, HLedger might be for you. And we'll have a link, of course, in the show notes to all of that. Yeah, so I get to talk about Zero, and it, it is an online accounting software. It's not free, but it does offer a 30-day free trial. The Zero website lists features such as use, uh, use our mobile app to reconcile uh, transactions and voices and more, send online voices to your customers, and get updated when they've opened. Work together with your team and accountant on the same financial data. Reconcile in seconds, process invoices and quotes, manage inventory, manage bills, and regular updates and support and information security. And I will tell you what, Larry, uh, that just sounds like it would be horrible to do all that from a, from a mobile app. <laughs> well, it depends on how they've designed it and how, how easy it is to use. That's Yeah, for sure. my big gorilla fingers would be going, oh, I just gave him a credit. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's uh, yeah. it's amazing. But yeah, zero and you know, as far as the name, that's uh, that's usually my finance zero. <laughs> so no, uh, it, <laughs> so it is, it's right it in is, line with your small business. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> perfect. All right. Yeah, but it's zero with an X instead of a yes. Z or a Z. Yeah. yeah so a, yeah, but it is that is it does seem like it does it quite a bit. So that might yeah. be an option, but I don't. Really know if that well we'll see. I mean it, it might be a great app. Uh if anybody's used it, let me know how you like it. Yeah. And all of these are are very interesting in that I had no idea there was so much software available for doing accounting on Linux. Uh and all of these are uh either Linux only or cross platform, so you can use them on Linux, Mac OS or Windows, and that's a good thing. Uh, especially yeah. for businesses that are trying to move to Reduce their costs by going to something like Linux and and improve their security by going to something like Linux to run their business. Yeah, you're getting ready to talk about one that has my favorite name of this whole episode. So which yes. what is that one? Invoice Ninja. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, it. this this package may not do everything that all the others do, but it is a free suite of applications to invoice clients, create projects, track time, and get paid. Its features include creating invoices in real time, creating tasks, projects, and tracking time. 
customizing invoices with your logo, support for more than 40 payment options, including Stripe, PayPal, WePay, Authorize.net, and Checkout. It accepts deposits and partial payments. You can set up recurring invoices and auto-bill invoices, and, of course, the ubiquitous and more. (laughs) (laughs) So it does a lot of things, and this is the first one that I've that that we've read where they're specifically talking about the payment options that they have like Stripe and PayPal and so on, which yeah. is an important part of this, I think. So some of the others may have it, but they've got these other features that they're promoting first, but invoice ninja sounds neat. Yeah. I like the feature of getting paid. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's got a cool name. <laughs> yeah. So it's sneaks up and takes the payment from you. <laughs> or sneaks up and gives the payment. You know, it's a, yeah, it's a or, white yeah. hat ninja. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, we've had uh, a lot of feedback from our previous uh, listener feedback episodes. And so some, one of, some of the input from our listeners is from George, who said, Linux for business. I struggled with printing checks. No, we didn't do that as much as in the past. But once a year, we mail out a large number of those checks the easiest and it wasn't easy way i found to do it was to set up LibreOffice mail merge until i installed the free and still available quicken 2004 for windows uh download and wine the um, link to that article is in the show notes and he continues to write i've tried all the Linux financial applications, KMyMoney, GNU Cash, Scrooge, even the paid money dance, and none measure up to Quicken 2004 running in wine. And I'm not talking about my pitiful personal finances, but tracking the complex finances of a large entity. Hmm. So, G- George, if you have uh, pitiful <laughs> finances, maybe you should try that zero, like Bill. <laughs> Yeah, or you could use, uh, if you have zero finances, you could always use Invoice Ninja to come and uh, take those Ninja payments, you know, take it right out of their pockets and never miss it. <laughs> there you and, go. And then, of course, uh, while we're at it, we just we just go ahead and use Ledger SMB to do a, another uh, invoice form, and maybe they'll pay you twice. So then you have positive <laughs> net flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're not advocating for uh, you know div- div- <laughs> diverging from the standard uh, practices for accounting. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, these next three applications are designed for more personal finance than business, but depending on the size and complexity of your business, these may work for you. First one is Scrooge, uh, part of KDE's extra gear offering. It allows you to enter, follow, analyze, and manage your personal finances and expenses. Based on its KDE foundations, Scrooge can run on many platforms, including Linux, BSD, Solaris, Mac OS, and on Windows. Okay, the next one's called MoneyDance and is an easy-to-use personal finance software written in Java, so it is cross-platform. Money Dance is loaded with features such as online banking and bill payment, account management, budgeting, investment tracking, and support for multiple currencies. I can just – everyone I hear that Money Dance, I just think I'm dancing around with some money, you know? 
Right, but if you're using Money Dance, you won't have as much money because it is a paid application. So, oh, it is a it is a paid application. <laughs> yeah, George, George just mentioned that um, in that uh, email that he wrote, and mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I thought all of these were free, but it looks like Money Dance is paid. So, so do they give you a trial with Money Dance? Did Did he happen to mention that? Because it's not, I didn't know. see that on their website. It may be there. I but. Okay. Uh, I didn't see it. All right. Okay. Anyway, uh, the the last one is K My Money. It is an easy to use personal finance manager designed for the non technical user. Technical being technical with computers or technical being technical with accounting. Either way, <laughs> it provides many of the important features found in commercial personal finance managers. Proper input methods, freeze columns to help see forecast details easily a profiler to spot performance issues, import information, support for some online banking. K-My-Money. We want to emphasize that we are not necessarily recommending any of these applications, nor are we affiliated with any of them. This is just a sampling of what's available to help you get started. There is much more you can find by searching your Linux software repositories or by searching the web for accounting software for Linux. So, you know, Larry, we just kind of went through a bunch of these, and it looks like where they might not be thousands, but it seems like there's something just about for everybody. Yeah, varying degrees of complexity, and and that's fine. That kind of fits with varying degrees of complexities of business. And mm-hmm. the... Uh, the the main thing that we want to get across here is there are a lot of applications for doing your accounting for your business on Linux, and many of them are cross-platform. So if you're transitioning between uh, a Windows PC for doing your accounting to Linux, um, that will give you the opportunity to try some of these cross-platform ones on your Windows machine before you switch over to Linux and get all of the rest of your software for Office uh, uh, documents and things like that switched over, uh, and then very last thing, switch the operating system to Linux once everybody's using the open source software. So, uh, nice selection of applications, some paid, some not paid, some with free trials, some we're not sure if they're paid, whether they have free trials, yeah. but we're leaving it to you to uh, make your selection. The other thing is, some of these I know are in some Linux distributions repositories. And some are not. Generally speaking, if you want the latest version, um, you may have to go to the website directly to download the da- latest version because the uh-huh. Linux distributions don't necessarily keep up to date with the latest versions in the repositories. Mainly because to make it into the repository, in most cases, it has to be tested out, and um, you know, with with thousands of software applications in the repositories. To take something like accounting software and test every version of every possible one, not not likely to happen. So, yeah. So just <laughs> yeah. Uh, just check it out. Uh, it's a little more um, setup than just going to the repository and clicking install. In many many cases here, but it sounds like there's some very capable software out there that that will do this and more. You know, some of these have. CRM capabilities. Some of them have sales capabilities built in. So pretty nice. Yeah. And, uh, 
so, Larry, which one do you use for the Going Lengths podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, if we Zero. had any finances to worry about, <laughs> you know, it's it's more uh, outgo than income. So, you know, okay, there you go. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty simple. <laughs> pay this, pay that, pay the next thing. That's it. <laughs> but uh we do appreciate the donations and yes. uh yeah we appreciate uh yeah I I particularly appreciate the purchases of my books and uh that that really uh helps it really helps thanks everyone who listens to our podcast okay um anything else you want to say about these small business applications bill uh well, no but I think that uh while this was just kind of a, a uh, like a high level uh, flyby of these uh, applications, you know, as they're moving more and more stuff to the web, there's probably a lot more that you wouldn't even think about that you say, well, you know, may, maybe I need to have Windows or Mac, but they work just fine because most people are using a Chrome browser or Firefox. And uh, so, and it's, it's usually all this, a lot of this, some of this stuff is uh, web. Uh, web-based, so it doesn't really matter what operating system you're running. So, you know, kind of look around and don't limit yourself to something that says it's compatible for Linux, because it might be just you need to have this browser. Right, exactly. And as with anything, uh, especially when you are dealing with your business's finance, just be careful on the website that they have the appropriate security uh, and are providing you Protection of your data, protection of any personally identifiable information about your clients um, and your employees on their website, and do your due diligence. That's it. If you're if you're dealing with an online company. Yep. Sounds like plan. Yep. Definitely. So I think that wraps it up for this episode, Bill. And if if any of our listeners actually are using or have tried any of these, we're interested in some feedback about them. So feel free to write in or record a comment and send that in, and we will play it on the show. Yep. Our next episode is a listener feedback episode. And until then, you can go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe. We are the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you'd like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Links podcast Google Plus community. For as long as it's around. (laughs) Until, (laughs) Until next time, thanks for listening. 73. Music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.